Hi, this is Erica Dyer with Incoherent Ramblings of a Crazy Bitch with my producer, Nick. How are you today, Nick? I'm doing good. I'm doing good this week. Um, how are you doing? I am. I'm doing really good. Um, I've had a pretty awesome uh, past couple weeks. Thanks for asking. That's that's great. That's great. What are we talking about this week? Well, the reason that my past few weeks have been so awesome is because I decided, you know, to check off that bucket list that I wanted to be in the movies. I mean, who wouldn't want to be in the movies, right? That's that's true. How how are you how are you how are you getting your foot in the door in these movies? How's this, how's this happening? Well, well, for some background, I mean, this isn't completely new to me. And I was well, and 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 also and also, are these movies like? triple x or like are they just like are they are they in indie movies like what, what, what movies are talking about here well my son still swears up and down the one is triple x they're actually <laughs> i swear so they're actually indiegogo movies okay. right so indiegogo um you have these fundraisers by these independent filmmakers and my go-to is horror films because for one i love the people in horror films you cannot beat the personality uh, of these filmmakers. They are awesome. They welcome anyone. It does not matter who you are. And uh, one of the very first Indiegogos that I did was for a little movie called Wolf Hollow. And I was going to be a bonfire victim of a werewolf. And I thought, this is awesome. Oh my God, I'm going to be a werewolf victim. So I paid my little Indiegogo fund. And I wait. And then I get my script because it came with lines. Get my script. Get my, you know, this is what we want you to wear. And I had been going to Walmart and looking up like, oh, I think I'll wear like a little pink and white uh, uh, plaid shirt. and Maybe a little tank top because when the blood gets on me, I will, you know, look all sexy with the, the, the blood <laughs> on my, my white tank top. And I kid you not, we get this, I get this synopsis. Uh, this is what you're, you're expected to do. This is what you're expected to wear. And it said BDSM fire scene. And I'm like, <laughs> BDSM? And I asked my younger son, who's 19 years old, I said, BDSM? Do you see that? What do you think that is? And he goes mom you're in a porno and I said no I didn't pay to be in a porno I mean I don't think I did I could have I don't know just so just so, just so we're clear I know I know I have to do this but just so anybody who doesn't know what BDSM is I'm gonna uh, the BDSM stands for bondage and discipline dominance and submission sadism and masochism <laughs> God damn it, that acronym is so difficult. Uh, okay, anybody, right anybody off who's... the top of your head, didn't you? <laughs> no, I didn't. I looked it up right now. <laughs> so that's so why don't, I want... <laughs> don't judge my personal life, okay? <laughs> no judgment here. <laughs> so I'm sitting there with my son, right? I'm like, PDSM. So I thought, what the fuck? I'm I'm gonna be in the movies. I don't care. Okay, a BDSM scene, right? So we'll we'll 
We'll make it. We'll make it happen. And they sent us these pictures of examples of things they wanted you to wear, like these women <laughs> wearing latex, um, the guys in like these <laughs> chain mail, and and all these descriptive things of what they wanted you to wear. Things I I obviously do not have in my wardrobe. So I'm working up near Chicago and I do a a Google search for uh, sex toy stores because I figure that's the best place to find BDSM equipment, right? I mean, I I hope so. I really hope so. So I go to... um, I go to this sex toy store and I walk in and I'm like looking at these little outfits and stuff like that. Okay. All right. Here's, well, here's the thing. Are you, are you, are you also with your son in this situation or not? No, no, I was not with my son, but just making sure I was not with my son. But as I'm looking at the outfits, I'm like, okay, so this is what I'm looking for. And these young ladies, there were like three of them and they're very young. They're like in their early twenties. And I said, well, I want a latex outfit that's going to look good on a larger woman. I mean, I'm not huge, but I'm not skinny. And I want something that looks good, but it has to be something I can run in. But I don't want to look ridiculous, right? I want to look sexy. And I said, you know, and I'm describing to this one girl what I want. And she starts showing me these items. And she goes, well, with this one, it is going to show your breast and you'll see your nipples. I said, well, now hold up. I need something that my sons can see see me in. Because <laughs> in my mind, I'm thinking I want something to be in the movies. And she's like, oh, I said, no, no, it's not like that. I don't know whose shop's here, but it's not like that. I need something for the movie. So I tell them about me going to be in the movie. So so we did find a, a fairly, um, it was a latex dress that I wore. I had a pentagram on the chest. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, so I did find an outfit to wear. My son still tells his father that I w- I'm in a porno. I keep trying to tell him I was not in a porno. <laughs> I love how, I, okay, well, where was the sex store again? It was in Chicago. Okay, all right. I was, I was going to say, it was in the middle of nowhere. I was like, of course you found one of the pentagram, but if it was in Chicago, they probably had a, yeah, a bunch no, of them with pentagrams Chicago. on there. <laughs> yeah, I found, I found something. There you go. There you go. So, yeah, so I find the outfit. Um, I felt good in it. I felt good in, in actually filming that movie because there were other movies. There, there's been several movies and some that are upcoming. But this one I really enjoyed making. But all of us kind of ran into all of us extras that were in this bonfire scene. We were talking and we all kind of ran into the same issue where we thought we were just going to be in a bonfire scene and then towards the end we find out oh it's a bdsm bonfire scene so we got this guy who has his twin daughters there we got like husbands and wives we got these three guys who were in this film together because they thought it would just be fun and find out it's a BDSM bonfire scene. So all these people show up and we're all wearing like these latex outfits. 
this one woman had her man on a chain. I loved that. I got a picture of that. She had her man on a chain. <laughs> you know, and we show up and we're like, all right, we're here to be in the movies. <laughs> but of course, you know, me being a larger woman, I got this this uh, latex dress on. So I had to put like this full body um kind of spanks on that went like the whole thing from my titties clear down to my thighs to try to suck it in so I could fit in this dress and then because I wanted my tits to look good I don't know if you know what chicken cutlets are so so I got these so for those that don't know what chicken cutlets are this is a little trick of a woman you actually can buy them they truly look like two chicken breasts they feel like you know latex like rubber and you put them under your titties in your bra and it pushes your tits up like you're like three or four sizes bigger than you are so I got these chicken cutlets so when I showed up for this filming of Wolf Hollow I'm like oh by the way if one of my titties fall out on the ground that, that ain't trash. That's my chicken cutlet. I need to know so I can shove that shit back in my bra. <laughs> oh, man. The, 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 the things we do for, for the arts. I know. I know. But, yes, I was actually in a couple different scenes. Uh, the one bonfire scene, it was actually quite fun. Um <laughs> So I'm not an actress. Uh, back in the day, it's funny because back in the day, I thought, you know, like every young person probably thinks, oh, I'm going to be a star. I'm going to be an actor or whatever. Um, but I'm not an actress. And they kept trying to give me direction. Uh, Mark Cantu, who is the uh, director, kept trying to give me direction about, oh, laugh and be more animate. And I'm just like, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what to do. So they had me in this scene with this uh, guy who I met on a different movie uh, prior to this. And his wife was there. Well, he, he, Mark had me and this other gentleman um, kind of be making out during the movie, which we didn't really kiss, but he was rubbing my hair and, and, and I'm throwing my head back and acting like I'm laughing. And I'm like, Damn, I ain't been this close to a man in like 10 years. Couldn't you give me one of the single men? Because this dude's wife is sitting right over here, right? No, no, no. They had to, they had to hose it on after each take. Yeah, I know. I, they did it like three fucking times. I'm like, can we stop already? <laughs> this man rubbing his head, hand through my hair and like breathing on my neck. We need to stop. His wife is sitting right over there. (laughs) Oh, shit. But that was fun. That was fun. So I do die in a werewolf movie. Um, Another movie that uh, is coming out that I ended up playing a bigger part in than I thought I would was Late Checkout um, with Felissa Rose. Or Felissa. Um, oh, oh she, wait, hold on. Like, like Felissa Rose from Sleepaway Camp, Felissa Rose? Yes. Oh, my God. Yes. yes. Did I've you get actually, to uh, to talk to her and, and hang oh, out? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've met her a few times. Um, so in late checkout, I'm not going to give you the plot or anything, but in late checkout, this is where I originally met um, that one gentleman. 
Um, so when I first showed up, I thought I was just going to be an extra in this movie. It was like a, um, I'm a sheriff's deputy in late checkout. And I'm like, okay, sheriff's deputy, not a big deal, right? So I show up and I sit there and it's like, oh God, the call time was seven o'clock in the morning or some damn shit like that. And it's in the fucking hills of North Carolina. I'm trying to find this damn place that I'm supposed to film at. And I, I, my GPS takes me to this house. And I'm like, okay, I think this is the right house. It tells me it's the right house. So I get out and I go and I'm knocking on this door. And I'm like, you know, I'm late. So I'm like knocking. Come on, let me in. And they wouldn't open their door. And I'm like, man, motherfuckers, I'm late for this movie. And then I noticed this truck drive past me and go up this drive and kind of go up the hill. And I thought to myself, what if my GPS didn't know where the fuck I was because of these goddamn hills and I'm knocking on the wrong door? Turns out I was. So (laughs) I was knocking on somebody else's door. So I drive up the way and I go up and and go in where they're filming Lake Checkout. And I just kind of sit there all day. And I met Robert um, Kennedy. He was the uh, um, person that, um, the friend of mine that I had uh, uh, met and kind of done a couple movies with now. But um, I I just got to chit-chatting with these people. and, And Felissa was there and... And all kinds of people. And they were very nice. Josh Graves is the director. And I'm just watching them. And I just, I feel like, oh my God, I'm in the fucking movies, right? I am here and I'm watching Felissa in makeup. And I'm watching them film. And I'm like, this is fucking amazing. And I'm supposed to have lines in this movie. Because again, this is an Indiegogo. And you pay for this shit. And I'm supposed to have lines in the movie. And Josh comes up to me and he goes, are you ready for your lines? And I go, ain't nobody gave me my motherfucking lines. I don't know what I'm supposed to say. So he's like, oh, nobody gave you a script? I'm like, no, man. I've been sitting here. And actually, when I got there at like 8 o'clock in the morning, I started drinking. It's terrible I have to do that. But I did. I I actually had orange juice. I grabbed it at my hotel. I had an orange juice and a Captain Morgan, and I was drinking. I, because oh, well, I, I mean, you really, nervous. you really are, you really are an in, in indie horror film actress. Yeah, I mean, I was nervous, man. I'm trying to get the nerves down. This is exciting. This is my first time. I'm like a virgin movie maker, right? And uh, so I'm drinking. Well, when Josh came to me and asked me about the film, it was like fucking 12 o'clock. I'm like, well, shit, that alcohol's been gone for a long time. Now you ask me to act? I'm fucking sober now. They actually have some background footage on that. (laughs) I'm like, damn, I drank my breakfast. Now I'm sober. So my part got upgraded because the person that was originally supposed to play Sheriff Miller didn't show and instead of me just being a deputy I got to be Sheriff Miller so 
They give awesome. me a gun. Yeah, they gave me my parts. Um, I have probably four lines in the movie. I got to yell at some poor girl. Um, <laughs> I don't want to hear about that. Uh, I, I got to yell at some poor girl and uh, got to be in the movie. Um, and that should be coming out real soon here. Uh, so that was fun, too. Uh so those two movies right there have been a blast. Um, I have found the Indiegogo scene. I know that we're paying to be in these movies. Um, and some movies have not been as fun as others. Some movies I've given the money to and I felt like maybe they were just screwing me. But some movies I think have been um, above and beyond to make sure, you know what, your bit of money has helped us make this movie. Um. So I love the indie the indie film scene. Um, I actually flew to New York to be in one. Uh, I play a, a killer in Silent Night, Bloody Night Three. Um, oh. yeah. Oh my gosh, that one now that one. I wish we had more time to film the scenes for that one. Uh, they had to change the venue kind of real late in the game. Um, so William Colazzo and I think Julianne Prescott, um, were the ones, uh, the director and the writer and director at, I got to New York. So I flew from Chicago cause that's where I'm at for work. I threw from, I flew from Chicago to New York and I had a hotel in Times Square. And, oh, 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 fancy, fancy. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well. You know what? Even fancier. It was paid for by work because all the you know I travel for work. But hey, that's oh, you, 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 you pile up those. What did you pile up those points and just use them? I did, and actually, nice. I billed work for the flight to New York, so I didn't even pay for that. <laughs> Good for you. Good for uh, you. Hell yeah! <laughs> Thank you, work. Thank you. So I get there and um um. Julie and uh, William, the venue that we were supposed to be filming in kind of fell through. So she was devastated. She kept texting me. and was like, oh, we're trying to get another place. We're trying to get another place. And I said, you know what? I'm not even stressed about it because I'm in New York. I'm in fucking Times Square for the weekend on work. You know, I, I work remote. I can work anywhere in the world. Um and so it didn't bother me, but uh, she made sure she said we will get we will film you. So go to film, and uh, I knew I was going to play a killer, so I was asked to wear all black. Well, <laughs> everything black I had was like really tight. So thank God I was wearing a mask <laughs> because that shit was not attractive. So I'm wearing sweats and a long sleeve. You're wearing you're wearing your latex pentagram outfit with your spanks underneath. You're gonna oh kill people. God. I know I should have that. Really, <laughs> actually, I probably should have. That would have made for a better movie. But yeah, so I'm I'm wearing all black, and uh, and they decided to have me wear a mask. Well, this loft that we finally were able to film in, unfortunately, we only had it for a very limited time. I expected, because I was supposed to kill several people, right, with a knife, and and there was supposed to be a chase scene and lots of blood and things like that. 
But because we had to change the location and there was another event that was booked there in like another hour and a half, we couldn't use any fucking blood. I kill all these people and there's only like one scene that has a little dribble of blood. And there was some extra things that we were going to do, but we couldn't for the simple fact of timing. And I felt so bad for them. Um, One of the other actresses didn't show. Um, And it was funny because (laughs) this this sounds terrible. So um, there was supposed to be Julie and another actress that were going to sit at the bar and talk um, and kind of feed off of each other. And then I'm the killer that comes in. Well, the other actress didn't show. And in my mind... (laughs) They they didn't even know this was going through my mind. But in my mind, I'm like, I could be the other actress because then in my killer scene, I'm wearing a mask. I could play two people. So I took off. I had a black tank top on under my my black long sleeve shirt. So I took the the other shirt off, tried to show, look, I got titties. I'm not bad looking. You can make me be the other chick sitting at the bar chatting. I could I could do that. And I thought, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll be your other person. But they didn't take the bait. <laughs> I guess, I guess they didn't. They didn't want my fat ass sitting up at that bar trying to chat with Julie. So uh, Julie just, you know, played her scene by herself. But yeah, it was a lot of fun. It wasn't so fun walking back uh, from where I was. I was actually at that point several blocks from Times Square, kind of late at night. It was like 10 o'clock at night now. And I'm like walking back to Times Square. Although I will say I didn't have a single issue being being in New York by myself. Um I loved it. Everybody was friendly. Everybody was helpful. I had a blast. Um, And there are some other movies that are going to be upcoming, but those are the three big ones that I think I've done that um, I'm kind of really proud of. Uh, Of course, I'm a producer on several because, you know, you give you give a little money, you can become a producer. But then I'm also in uh, the Mothman Prophecies or the Mothman which is coming up, and they're going to be at uh, the Mothman Festival. I just, my experience with the Mothman, so. It's been fun. It's been fun. Yeah. So, so you're, living, you're, you're, you're living your bucket list right now. Going, I you know, am. Doing these. That's good. That's good. I am. I mean, I'm not even kidding. Uh, back in the day, believe it or not, I used to go to a private uh, Baptist school. So it was a private Baptist um school from the time I was in elementary to third grade and I always played Mary the mother of Jesus for like four years in school so I had been acting ever since I was five years old or what you want to perceive as acting I mean I just sat there with a doll baby in my arms but then when I went into high school I was always in the drama club in high school and originally when I went to college um, way back when I went for an acting minor I thought I was going to be an actor and then you know fucking kids so your life life fucking changes man little assholes and so now Now, my youngest is 19 years old. He's not going to college. He's in his career. 
I'm, I'm going to be a motherfucking actor, even if I have to pay for it. <laughs> well, I'm good. I'm good. You've had, I mean, I'm glad we've had a lot of good experiences on these horror sets. Um, I've, uh, I've, you know, I've worked in a couple of these things as well. And uh, we always try to make everybody feel comfortable. We've never done the thing. The ones I've been a part of and has never had it. We've never paid, had the tier where somebody pays to be on the movie. Um, we've never had that. <clears throat> But uh, I've heard I have heard of horror stories where like, you know, we will ha- like they'll have you know some 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 females will pay to be in the movie and then they, um, you know, they get Harvey Weinstein, let's say, yeah, um, in certain ways and it's just not pretty. So no, no, and you gotta watch that. I mean, no matter what the movie, and and I try to tell myself, and I've said that to some of these people. I have other movies that I'm supposed to film, um. You know, The Evil 3, Killer Camp Out 2, Camp Pleasant Lake. There's so many that are coming out. I can't even name them all. But And I'm supposed to film a part in these movies. But um, I'm not an actress. No matter what my dreams were before, I'm not an actress. So, But I would be a good killer. Um, there is one I haven't, I haven't done the Indiegogo for it yet, but I'm really kind of thinking of it. Um, the, the movie is actually called pay to die and it's out in Los Angeles. And I thought, how much fun would that be that I have filmed in New York? And if I flew out to Los Angeles to film this pay to die, I would have filmed from coast to coast. Um, yeah, you do got to watch it with these movies. Um, I have noticed some of the people that are on these movies, you know, they're younger. I mean, this is their dream. For me, it's just for fun. I mean, I have my career, um, which I just can't leave. I make too much fucking money doing what I do. (laughs) (laughs) This this is just fun. Well, I mean, and you know, that's that's entirely fine. The fact that you find the time to do these things, you can work remotely. You're living, you know, you're living your dream. Yeah. You're checking off, checking off a bucket list. I think that's yeah. that's wonderful um, that you're doing this stuff, and also you're contributing to um, independent film, which I think is um, is very important these days. We need uh, we need newer, fresher ideas, or at least fun ideas to to kind of uh, come out there and people to enjoy. Uh, more so than I think, you know, modern Hollywood is doing. So, but oh, yeah. absolutely, yeah, absolutely, and and different festivals like the Scarefest fourteen, a Whorehound, um, any of the festivals. But these small independent filmmakers, they are passionate about their movies. I have found that too. So it's it's been a pleasant experience. That's good. That's good. We, I, I got to get you down to Atlanta and act in some of our stuff. Yes. That uh, that we make. <laughs> or at least try to act. I mean. If you need somebody running around in latex, I'll be there for you. Okay, that's good. That's good. <laughs> that works. Is yeah. We always need. We, 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 yeah, we always need that at some point. Uh, yeah, yeah. We we always use extras. I know. Um, we've done. I've, I filmed stuff down there. Some stuff down there where like nobody will show up. Um, even yeah. the short I did. Even the short I actually wrote and directed. Uh, three or four years or two or three years ago. Uh, one of the actors didn't show up the second day, and I had to like it's terrible redo th- what was happening. I mean, luckily I had my friend, I had friends there, and they were helping me work through it because I didn't know what I was going to do. And they're like, "Okay, well, what?" You know, they were like, you know, they kind of crushed me through it, and it, it went well, so it was fine. But uh, you know, it worked out fine. Yeah. Um, 
But that is something you have to watch with the independent films, I've noticed. I think every movie I've done so far, somebody hasn't shown up that was expected. Um, In Wolf Hollow, our bonfire BDSM scene was actually a little smaller than it should have been because like half the people didn't show. And I swear it's because when we bought the Indiegogo, perk it was supposed to be just for a bonfire scene and then when mark threw in the bdsm part i think people were like i'm noping out <laughs> nope not for me i'm not i'm not gonna be BDSM. yeah and, and yeah and that'll and that'll happen as well because i'm sure a lot of people want i'm sure a lot of people wanted to be in it and it's and he didn't want to film 18 people around a bonfire and he's because like doing doing scenes like that is rough yeah. um so i assume you just like all right we'll dwindle it down to who, who wants to be here so yep. he put the bdsm thing in there and like <laughs> you know dwindled it down by quite a bit i'm glad i'm glad you persevered and you know and Hell went through yeah. it although like i said my kid still swears up and down i'm in a porno so <laughs> <laughs> it's all good though <laughs> oh man but yeah that sounds uh that sounds like a lot of fun it was oh, it was man. a lot of fun yeah. Well, um, any, any, any other experiences, any, any advice, anything you want to give uh, for, you know, for, for that kind of thing, anybody going into independent film or acting or whatever? The only thing I would say is don't discount the Indiegogo or the Kickstarters. Um, a lot of these independent filmmakers, I was talking to somebody at Whorehound. Uh, he made a great little uh, uh, short movie and his dad gave him the money. It was $1,500 because I thought, wow, that it was a great movie that he made for $1,500. He did the acting, the directing, the producing. Uh, he got his friends involved, and so they did it for $1,500. And I thought, well, how much could he have done if he could have raised $5,000 on Indiegogo or Kickstarter? $10,000. There are some of those independent filmmakers on Indiegogo that really can make enough money to make a great movie. And we need that. We need that. Like I said, the the horror um, genre, um, I don't think it's, I, I think it's still something to explore. There's a lot of things we can still do with it. Um, but yeah, take a look at those perks. They are definitely worth it. Well, that's good. That's good to hear that you had a, a wonderful time. Uh, and then work got to, you know, help you travel to these locations. Yeah. To yeah. Well, I, you know what? They'll pay to have me travel home to Indiana, but I didn't want to go to Indiana. I wanted to go to New York. So they paid for it. Yeah. And you got to, you got to stay in a nice you know, hotel in I Times did. Square. I did right in Times Square. <laughs> I was like one block away. It was awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Well. <laughs> Um, that's all we got. I think that's all we got this week. Uh, no questions still. If anybody has anything, um, you know, any questions for Erica, any, any, any questions for advice or anything like that, <clears throat> please email her at, uh, Erica Dyer podcast at Gmail. Um, also check out, uh, it's Erica Dyer podcast on Instagram and Twitter as well. So make sure you're following us there. We're trying to post a bunch of stuff and get more people to, uh, listen to the podcast. So make sure you share it as well. If you enjoy it. Um, yeah, that's all I got. How about you? That is everything. Thank you, everyone.